0: Horn Free Radio, episode 168. Boy, this episode has been lost for two weeks. I've been working on this episode. I've recorded it a couple times, and I'm going to get it right, right now. What am I talking about today? I'm talking about transformation. Real recovery requires transformation. I'm going to get into what that means, and I'm going to tell you the three things that you need to, to have to transform. So if you're struggling to transform, if you're struggling in recovery, I'm going to tell you the three things you need. All right, I need some energy today, so I'm going to play some Ramones. Let's go. The all-American half-down pure beef patty, lettuce, tomato. This is Porn Free Radio. Come on, let's rock and roll with the Ramones. I love this song. I love this song so much. This has nothing to do with Chicago uh, by the way. This is the Ramones Do You Remember Rock and Roll Radio and uh, this is an album they did in 79 with Phil Spector who was famous for like the wall of sound and uh, um, you know later shot somebody and uh, you know ha- has kind of a checkered checkered recent past Uh, But he was a great producer back then, and the Ramones went in the studio with them. And I think they really loved this sort of nostalgic sound of maybe the the 45 singles that they grew up on uh, in New York in the 50s and the early 60s. And uh, uh, so there was this nostalgic part, which is funny because I'm not a big nostalgic guy. Um, I like like cringe whenever I hear, like, the Beatles, you know, because I can't... I'm not a big Beatles fan and people just revere them and are always so whatever just um you know nostalgic about the Beatles and how great they were. And uh you know what it comes down to is the music you like is the music you like and you know for, for what it's worth my Beatles are the Ramones. I I have a, a, a passionate love for the Ramones that defies all logic it just I just love everything they do I love tons of their songs I've seen them twice um, so the Ramones are my Beatles so I have n- I'm like completely nostalgically blind when I look at the Ramones and the Ramones are actually being nostalgic for the 60s uh, and the and the late 50s which is a time that I can't stand because um, you know I, I just feel like in our culture right now we Revere the baby boomers and all this kind of stuff. Okay, where am I going with this? Hello, Matt, Porn Free Radio. Let's go. Uh, Let's talk about what we're doing in episode 168 today. And it's all about transformation. Real recovery requires transformation. And I'm going to get into that in a second. I have a quick announcement. I'm recording this August 8th, uh, which is my brother's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Sammy Dapschutz uh and i'm recording on august 8th and um um and what's the announcement the announcement is this uh, we have been full uh, this summer in our rev groups and uh, we are opening up a new night uh for a new rev group meeting uh, and it will be a new group forming uh on tuesday nights and it will meet 9 p.m. eastern Uh, 8 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. on the West Coast of the United States. Now, there's potentially, if you're in Asia, it'll be like 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, Europe, it's probably too late for you. But um, uh, it might work for you in your time zone. So go to recoveredman.com slash rev. That's recoveredman.com dot com slash rev and apply to be in that group. Uh, we already have a couple guys who've raised their hands and said uh, they're available and they want to be in that group. And the cool thing about being in a new group is you form those new connections all together. You go through the steps together. Uh, there's been a lot of great um, uh, connection between guys in new groups. Uh, so if you're struggling right now to put connection in place. Uh, to get a plan, to hold yourself accountable. Don't do it alone. Join one of our Rev groups, specifically this new Tuesday night group, uh, by going to recoveredman.com slash Rev. Now, one other cool thing about this group is I invited uh, another coach, Jay Pyatt, to help run it with me. Uh, He first appeared back in episode, I think it was 142. Uh, Can we get a confirmation on that? 142. Looking it up. Oh, I just typed in the wrong number. I went back to 42. Uh, Hold on, let me try 142. 142. Hello. Come on now. Yes, 142. Uh, Jay appeared with his wife, uh, and the title was called Your Pain, uh, Your Porn, Her Pain, How Partners Heal. And uh, we focused a lot on Lori's journey there. Uh, But Jay is going to join Rev and uh, help me uh, facilitate that group. So you're going to get two coaches for the price of one. Um, So anyway, excited about that, excited about a new group, a new time. We're going to put a stake on Tuesday night. So if that's a good night for you, uh, jump in and apply for that group. We're going to probably start towards the end of August. So if you're hearing this when it launches, don't wait. Don't wait. Um, The other groups are all full right now, so um, go ahead and apply. All right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about transformation. Real recovery requires transformation, and I'm feeling a lot of energy. Got my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Porn-Free Radio runs on Dunkin'. Now, we're not not there yet. We're not ready for uh, a Dunkin' Donuts sponsor, I don't think. I don't think... I don't think we're ready for it. Try two breakfast wraps for three dollars. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't think it works. Um so here's where here's where I got today's idea from uh today today's topic. As you know, I've been working uh on a book for like 18 months. I talk about it every once in a while. I've made comments, I've even invited you guys to to send me feedback and to uh, to possibly read some chapters and things like that. And I know what you're thinking, Matt, uh, it's been, what, 18 months. What are you writing, like, uh, you know, a 700-page uh, encyclopedia of, of going porn free? Like, what's the deal with the timing? Why is it taking you so long? And I really think that part of my challenge has been when i've been writing i'm not connecting so much with the transformation that happened to me early in recovery and i'm not i'm not connecting with some of that transformation i'm getting hung up um basically you know writing tips and step 1 step 2 that kind of stuff and it it just feels a little dry and um And so I've been kind of, you know, rewriting stuff and editing it and moving stuff around. And I just wasn't connecting with some of the content. And uh, a couple weeks ago when I was at Podcast Movement, I ran into a friend of mine who's a book coach and he's also a podcaster. His name is Azul Taronis. And he hosts a great podcast called Born to Write. If anyone's a writer out there, go subscribe to Born to Write. Well, I was describing, you know, in a couple minutes uh, at the Expo, at por- Podcast Movement, uh, I was describing a little bit of this challenge I had writing. And as Zul said really quickly, and I th- he says this a lot on his podcast, he says, you know, an author who doesn't have a transforming experience writing his book has little hope of transforming his reader. And basically, the idea is, if you're, if it's not a transforming experience, writing the content, connecting with it, going to that deeper, vulnerable place, your reader isn't going to get that transformation either. He went on to say that when you write from a place that isn't transforming, it just becomes information. It just is kind of, it's out there. It might be helpful but it doesn't transform. And he totally nailed it. He totally nailed it. It's not that I haven't been transformed. and It's not that I um, don't have cool stories to tell and that I don't connect at a really core level with the message of porn-free radio. It's not that at all. It's just I was having trouble connecting in my writing to that, um, that big shift in me. And and some of the big uh, wins and some of the big sort of milestones in my own recovery. Now, what does this have to do with you? You might be asking that. We got, you know, you you guys are like, what's going on, Matt? What, this is about you writing a book. What what is this episode? But this is what dawned on me. You know this this experience of trying to write this book. I realized what's missing is the transformation, my transformation. And this is not unlike our recovery process. If you're coming at recovery very transactional, you know, you're just trying one little thing here, one little thing there, trying to implement something you tell one person, you take a couple of little baby steps, if that's how you're trying to come at recovery, you're just trying to get information, it's not going to work. Because real recovery requires transformation. You know, Jason George, the Grizz, uh, I've quoted him a lot saying... Information doesn't lead to transformation. I think a lot of us think if we acquire the right information, then we will have the change that we want. And so we spend a lot of energy looking for essentially incremental changes. You know, we try one thing or we do one thing or another, we look for that quick fix. You know, sometimes we even get some quick results, you know. We, we try something new, a new tool, something we heard on Porn Free Radio. We get a new piece of software. Uh, we get a habit like a morning routine or we have a couple of good, deep conversations with our wife and we get a win. You know, we get a couple weeks of sobriety and we feel pretty good, except nothing's really changed. We just get a little momentum but if we look deep down, we're still trying to do the minimum. We are still kind of alone in this. We're, we might have invited one or two people into this, but we're not connecting with them consistently. We're not inviting them into everything. We're, sh- we're being selective about what we share with them. You know, and if we're honest... A lot of what we're doing is we focus on what we don't want to do. You know, you ever talk to a guy who's created a plan and it's all, I'm not supposed to do this, I'm not supposed to do that, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to have this, I'm not going to do that. Is that recovery? Is that transformation? just sounds like a lot of rules. And you know me, I'm bad at following rules. One of the reasons I got in this this problem with porn is I can't follow rules. I set a rule and I break it. So if everything in my plan, if everything in my recovery just revolves around what I'm not doing, it's not going to last very long. One other thing that, that I think we're tempted to do is we're still reactive. You know, we don't confess anything. We don't talk about any problems until we've had a slip or a relapse. We don't really even want to make any changes until it's really, like, so obvious that we need to do something different. Like, if I told you right now, hey, you... um. If I told you right now that, you know, you don't really need any software and you don't really need to put any barriers in place, any passwords on your TV, you don't need to really limit your devices, you don't really need to do any of this stuff with your browser or your computer or your phone, you don't need any habits related to that. If I told you that, you'd probably be like, wow, I'm excited, I want that. Like, we, we really, honestly, if we're, if we're honest, we want to just sort of not anticipate that that having open access to the internet late at night is going to cause us to fall. We, we want to sort of even pretend like it's not that big of a deal, yet we keep reacting in the moment. You know, it's 11 o'clock and all of a sudden all our devices are open and we're, we're Going down the rabbit hole, we're reactive. Okay, so if our first default when we first come at this is incremental change, transactional things, you know, where we buy things, we try to do a quick fix, we um, implement one tool, that type of thing. We tell one person. What does it look for transformation? Well, transformation is really fundamental change. It's not just surface changes. It's not just one little tool, one little habit. It's our character completely changes. Our form completely changes. To use a religious... (laughs) Uh, to use a religious uh, word, it's a conversion. We've converted. We're no longer what we used to be. We're now this new thing. And I think what happens when we first get in recovery, when we first start experimenting, even listening to Porn Free Radio and Awareness, we keep this idea of we want to um we're we're trying to get our life back the the life that we remember like we kind of or idealize it's almost like nostalgia we're like trying to be like hey porn's kind of costing me right now it's getting in the way it's messing up my relationship or i'm not getting an erection because of it or there's some other problem that it's causing I just want to do the thing that you know kind of gets rid of it, deals with the problem so I can get back to my normal life. That's that's really the the deep kind of thing that we want. Get rid of it so we can get back to our life. We're as guys, you know, we're we're problem solvers. Right? Got a problem, deal with it, get on with life, go back to normal. But if this thing has its hooks in you, if you've tried to quit and you can't, you keep going back to it, you put barriers up, you break through them, you do these little fixes, these little band-aids, and you keep, you keep going back, then you need fundamental change. You're going to have to do life differently. No one wants to hear this either. You know, everyone wants to hear, make a couple tweaks and get back to your normal life. Don't look bad, don't look messy. Don't really have to change that much. Kind of do life the same way. No. Real recovery requires transform- transformation. We can't do life the way we were always doing it. That's what got us into this trouble. Fundamentally, if you struggle with porn, and specifically not just struggle with porn, you struggle with trying to quit porn, you want to eliminate it, and you can't, the reason why is somewhere growing up, you picked up this habit. And the habit is this. When powerful feelings come into your life, when situations come in that you can't handle, the way that you deal with it is you escape with porn. Simple as that. And I know there's guys out there right now who are like, well, Matt, I'm just horny. This is just an outlet for me, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah, there's some horniness in it. There's th- We're guys, right? We want sex. We want orgasm. We want to feel good. I get that but when you're addicted to porn and i use the word addiction you know when you have a extreme habit where you keep going back to it despite the costs despite some of the things that you even though it doesn't even align with how you see yourself when you keep going back to it what that says is it's not just horniness It's a way of escape. It's a way of medicating or numbing pain. It's a way of avoiding. It's a way of procrastinating. It's a way of dealing with resentment. It's a way of dealing with fear or anxiousness. It's a way to play away the boredom. It's a way to get some excitement. It's a way to get energy. It's a way that we try to feel powerful. So, if you've developed a habit, extreme form of a habit, or an addiction as some people call it, for porn, then you need a full transformation. Because where are those needs going to get met? How are you going to deal with feelings and things that overwhelm you? They don't stop. Life keeps going. You know, you want to get back to normal. Maybe that's your idea. Well, guess what? Normal always has stress. It always has responsibility. It always has overwhelming situations. Some guys think, uh, you know, younger guys think this. Sometimes they think, you know, when I get settled and married and have kids, you know, better job, a little more financial security, this won't be a problem. Guess what? You get a wife you have to be intimate with her. You have to have this deeper connection and relationship. That takes energy. If you've been on your own for a long time, it, it actually is hard. There's lots of, you, if you don't like conflict, well, guess what? You have fights when you're married. If you avoid conflict by numbing and escaping to porn, guess what? You start to g- get your wife mad at you, you have a conflict guess where you're going to go? Kids? Oh, man. Don't get me started on kids. You know, I've heard this joke. If you're selfish and you want to deal with your selfishness, get married. If you're still selfish, have kids. Why? Kids require a lot. They require a lot of you. And when you feel depleted, when you feel like everyone's needing you, and you don't know how to deal with that feeling, you don't know how to recharge, you don't know how to get self-care, you don't know how to deal with all that responsibility, guess where you go when you have an extreme habit that's connected to porn, where porn is the way you feel better, the way you escape, the way you numb. Guess where you go? You know, you get a job where you have more responsibility you know, funny thing, I remember I had my first job in college when I was still, work. when I <laughs> was making baby steps with porn, not doing that great. I, I was a, I printed blueprints in downtown Chicago, on Wabash. I was p- printing these blueprints. It was mindless work. You know, you you left work and work was at work. You didn't think about it again until you had to start your shift again. But you get a job where you manage people or manage budgets or have deadlines. Gosh, you think about it all the time. So if you're having trouble procrastinating, if you're having trouble with anxiety, stress, guess what? Guess where you go. So we need transformation. We have to deal with life differently than we did in the past. Because in the past, we used porn to cope. And if we're committed to eliminating porn and going porn free, we need to do things differently. We need a different set of tools. All right, so what changes people? I said there were three things that changed people. And here they are. People, people, you need transformation in your life, in this area, you need to work with people. You need to find safe people, you need to be in a group where you can be honest, where you can get support, where you can get hope, where you see other people transforming not just making transactional changes. You, if you go to a group where everyone's just sort of licking their wounds and, and not even trying, that's worse than not going to a group at all, I think. You need to go in a group where other people are committed to change and transformation and doing what it takes and raising the stakes. I just joined a mastermind. A fitness mastermind run by another podcaster. You know, I've talked about it on Porn Free Radio. I've struggled with my weight, kind of yo-yoed up and down. Well, I'm struggling with my internal motivation to change. I, don't, I was having trouble trying to figure out how to motivate myself. So you know what I did? I committed to a group of guys who are committed to change and where there's transformation happening. And, you know, it's just at the beginning, but I already feel some more hope. Like, hey, I can do this. The guy who runs the mastermind, he, you know, I told my story, kind of my health journey, my fitness journey. At the end, he says, hey, does anyone in this group, does everyone in this group think Matt can do this? And they all raise their hand. And I thought at the end of the call, I can do this. So you need some people in your life who get it. Some people who are committed to transforming and changing, not just keeping the status quo. What's the next thing? You need people. You need to focus on who you're becoming. You know that old (laughs) self-help Uh, that old the self-help, you know, what you think about is what you become. Well, if all you're thinking about is not doing porn, not doing this, not doing that, not doing this. Chances are you slip back to those things. What you need to get clear about is where are you going? Who do you want to be? put a lot of focus on that. You know, a famous podcast earlier this year, is it earlier this year or was it last year? I don't even remember. You know, um, this uh, listener named John talked about, you know, inhabiting the place of the type of man who doesn't look at porn. Now that is kind of a negative a little bit, but, He talked about this idea of, hey man, what's this what's a guy look like who doesn't have porn in his life? What does he look like? What does it mean to be in that place where you porn is not a part of your world? Who are you? You have to ask yourself that question. What do you look like without porn, without this coping mechanism? Where do you get how do you deal with powerful feelings? How do you deal with conflict? How do you deal with rejection? What do you do? What do you do when you come home and you feel stressed out or feel horny? How do you deal with that? What tools are you using? You need to know where you're going. You need to know who you're becoming. Because you also need to know why you're doing this. It's not an accident that I start all my coaching engagements by talking to guys about what their why is. Part of the reason why you need to figure out your why is you have to know why you're moving into this, who you're becoming, why it's important, where your focus is. Here's the last thing we become what we love. Simple as that. We become what we love. There's a quote by Jesus said, "You know, wherever your treasure is, there's your heart." I'm paraphrasing. I hope that you know. There's some Bible scholars right now who said, "Hey, that's not a great translation, not a good paraphrase," but you get the concept right. Where do you put value on? What are you loving? Uh, A. W. Tozer said this quote: "You know, loving wrong objects is fatal." And we know this if you've struggled with addiction if you've struggled with escalating porn behaviors it can it can go to a dark place it it hijacks you it takes over you start doing things that are out of alignment with your even your morals it starts taking you to deeper darker places i've had guys say that you know, their struggle with porn has had them thinking about suicide. You know, we don't think, we, th- we think of this as a no consequence thing, right? You're in your room looking at porn, doesn't hurt anybody. But the, there are consequences, and they can be fatal. And if they're not physically fatal, like maybe we don't die, it's soul crushing. When we allow porn to take over, we have no capacity to be present with others, to love others well, to receive love. We're cut off. We're disconnected. All we're left with is this costly habit. You know, when someone spends all their time pursuing porn, they become exactly... What they, what they love. A disconnected, numb person. That's what porn leads to. So you have to cultivate who do you want to become and where is your focus? And you need to, to realize that you become what you love. So if you're a guy coming to me saying, hey, I love my family, I love my wife, I love God, but you spend all your time in porn obsession, moving towards porn, I don't buy it. Step up. You have to step up. You become what you love. So if you want to be the man who they see, that that good father, that good husband, that leader at church, or that leader in your, your religious uh, organization. You need to inhabit that place and you need to begin to, to realize, hey, I'm becoming what I love, so I need to invest in pursuing those right things in my life. For real, I need to transform. I can no longer settle for the porn escape plan you know what the porn escape plan is, right? Going through life, hit a bump. Phew, hit the porn escape plan. Hit the, hit the escape pod. Whoop. Right back to porn. Coming home, get in a conflict with your wife about money get stirred up, feel rejected, feel conflicted, feel fearful, whoop, hit the porn escape plan, hit that button, boom, right back, numbing, safe, secure, hidden, can't do that anymore. This is about transformation. Real recovery requires transformation. And what transforms us? People. What we think about, where our focus is, and what we love. All right, guys, I hope that helps. Show notes for this show will be at recovermancom slash 168. As always, you can leave a comment there. You can send me an email, matt at recoveredman.com. And uh, I got some email this week. I got some good feedback, and I got some, uh, I got some negative feedback. I'm not going to get into the negative feedback. It actually, it, it wasn't negative in the sense that uh, I didn't do anything wrong. Um, the person wanted to tell me that they didn't like a couple shows because they were triggering And uh, I'm not even going to bring up what shows they were. But here's the cool thing. I said, hey, thanks for letting me know. And I get it. There's some other people who told me that those shows were triggering. And ultimately, you know, you need to advocate for yourself as a recovering person. It's not for me to determine what's right for you. It's you to determine what's right for you. So if you ever hear a show of Porn Free Radio that... I don't know, is engaging some obsessive thinking or it's creating some imagery or it's not something that you want to think about. Just delete that episode. Move on to the next one. I don't, I'm sure I don't trigger people every week. Otherwise, I no one would listen to this show. So just go to the next one. Advocate for yourself. So I can handle it. Good feedback, guys, is welcomed. Uh, negative feedback or feedback that's a little more critical... Welcome also, Matt at RecoverMan.com. If you do share something with me, please let me know uh, what I need to keep private, and of course, I can keep your last name out of it or your first name if you have a a really unique first name um, or your location, obviously. So, all right, Matt at RecoverMan.com. All right, guys, this week, take hope, take action, and. move towards transformation. Be good.